sometimes like like I've mentioned before, love is blind. So sometimes you don't see um, how your significant other is treating your family or and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be an issue too, just because you know when you're in a relationship to, with them, they're really nice to you. Doesn't yeah. mean that they treat your friends and family nicely or you know with respect or um that's true or you know those are things you should pay attention to Mm. um or people they don't know are they polite to them you know maybe that's something to think about and evaluate Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will, and I am sleepy. Yeah, Will just made each of us a double shot over cashew milk. Yum. And if you want to know the exact steps on how to make our cashew milk latte, we have an Instagram post (laughs) for that. Nice job. (laughs) So go to our Instagram at Magnetic Mismatch. Yeah, and follow us there. We do uh, quite some quirky things. Just you. Oh, I'm a I'm, character. I'm the normal one in the relationship, so. All right. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> can we get to the topic yet, or should we should we continue to share a little bit about um, our day so far? I'm just full oh. today. Just full. I feel guilt. <laughs> I'm going to do an extra like 20 minutes of walking later or something. We do today. We've been indulging. We've indulged today. <laughs> and yesterday. And yesterday. We ordered a pizza. A lo- extra large pizza. Yeah. Pepperoni, mushrooms, cheese. Um, what else? Oh, Italian sausage. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. So good. So good. And that was it. Yeah. And the story. And then I had no, to and then I started Instagram strolling. Uh-huh. And then I found um this place called Mr. Obanyaki. Mm-hmm. And they sell um I keep wanting to call it pinwheel <laughs> pastry, but I think the real name is Will Pastry. Will Cakes. Will Cakes Pastry. W H E. So you gotta describe it to people that may not have tried so it. So it's like a like a spongy, doughy, um, circular. It's it's about like three inches circular in diameter. Uh huh. And it's small, um, but pretty filling. And inside, there's like different fillings. Like you could get matcha coconut or red bean or taro whatever there's sesame sesame They're, they have a lot yeah their, their menu is pretty big um and then it's like this cr- or we got custard it's creamy yeah. filling and it's warm it's fresh out of the oven fresh out of the oven so good but it, re- it reminded me of my my childhood um we actually brought some over to my parents house and as soon as we left my mom was like Oh, this is the same one as, um, you know, when we were younger, we used to go to this market called Hawaii Market. Mm-hmm. We stopped going there because it's really busy. Um, but there's this lady who had a cart in front of the, the market, the supermarket, and she sold those pastries. And every time I went to the market with my mom, she would buy me one or two of those pastries. And mm, that was our yeah. reward for going to the market with them. Yeah. 
was that's so pretty cool. Good. Yeah, so good. Still kind of how you remembered it? Yeah. Tasting? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't had one of those in a very long time. I could tell. I mean, I was like, oh, cool. Let's let's each get one and, and call it a day. Try it out. And you know, we got to get at least a dozen or something. <laughs> hey. Just in case. I got to have one for this day, for that day, for that one. Yeah. I got some <laughs> for your parents, too. You did. You did. See? It's not just for me. Yeah. It's probably nostalgic for them, too. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now so we had that, and then we had... <laughs> boba our weekly Ooh, is it weekly no it's probably like every, every other, other week, week. Yeah. yeah got a boba um they had a matcha <laughs> a matcha pudding but we, we didn't drink it yet it's in, in the fridge probably saving it for tomorrow because i'm too full right now after the the pizza and the the pastry it's pretty head. it's pretty heavy do you like how like i criticize and i'm like judging you but i'm like you in the, just <laughs> i'm in the, the same, same bowl <laughs> and you encouraged it yeah but that's fine. I mean, look, next week you're going to have a long weekend. And we figured, you know what? We get to treat ourselves because it's been a while too. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, now that we've shared our fat stories. <laughs> <laughs> our, our unhealthy diet for we, the weekend. We should, yeah, we should get into our topic of the day, which is? Help. Huh? What should I do if my family and friends don't like my significant other? Run, run, <laughs> run for the hills. <laughs> run for the hills. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just kidding, of course. Damn, that is that's a tough. heavy one. Yeah, I think it's so tough because, um, as the the middle person, that's what you are—the person <laughs> introducing your significant other to your friends, and you being the the spouse or significant sex, other yeah. or significant other of you know the person you're dating or whatever relationship yeah. you're in um and they're meeting for the first time yeah you're always the one kind of having to mediate right that's what your job is though yeah but it's hard because you're the middle person and you care about both sides because right. one side is your friend and one side is the person where you know you kind of have to come home to or you know answer to you at the <laughs> Can't end run of the, away from the yeah so it's it's nerve-wracking especially if it is the first time you're introducing these like strangers basically to each other right they're strangers to each other of course right yeah and uh you you want everybody to get along you want them to like each other but sometimes you might feel like uh, i don't know like it's out of your control in a way but there's definitely things you can do too right before you introduce the two parties or whatever yeah i think as the mediator um the person um that's introducing and facilitating facilitating the 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 whole um first meetup i think it's very important that you kind of have to set the the premise for it Mm, yeah um you know you I, i know it's so easy to especially when you're first starting to date somebody um, it's so easy to just go to your friends and talk about, oh, but I'm not sure this bad thing happened or, you know, that person is kind of like this because it kind of sets the mood um, of how, uh, the f- you know, your friends and family will perceive right. your significant other. Yeah, because, you know, like, let's say you and I were dating and if... Because, you know, my parents or whatever, your parents, we don't know each other yet. We haven't gotten that to that part of the relationship or even gotten introduced to friends yet. 
And let's say we get into an argument <laughs> or there's a stressful day, right? Yeah. Um, and then what's the first instinct you think, you know, when we get into an argument? It's to vent to your family and friends. <laughs> yeah, you would go vent to your closest people, right? Yeah, definitely. And so the thing, the problem with that, I think, is that your friends and family, they, they don't know that person yet. Yeah. And it, and it's like out of love and, you know, they're very um, protective. protective. Yeah. Off the bat. They're going to take your side. They're going to take your yeah. side. And they're not going to like that person already. Before you've even met them and before they even had a chance to see the good stuff. Right. Because if every time you are, you know, calling your friends or family to only vent well, when are you actually telling them about the positive qualities? Because we tend to go to them more when when there's something happening, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you got into this huge argument or you guys disagreed on something. Oh, you know, Linda's always like this, right? Yeah. She's not very considerate or she's not tidy or this or that. And then it's like they have this image built up in their mind of who you are before they even got to know you. And they can't balance it with the good stuff, right? They don't have anything to go off of. Yeah, and when you're venting, it's kind of not fair to the other person because it's you don't you don't talk about your mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's all one side. It's right? one side. It's she's this, <laughs> he's that, but it's like, wait, what did you do in the equation? Yeah, to cause that argument or whatever. Yeah, that disagreement. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem with the when when it's one sided is again like of course your parents and your your closest friends or family are going to take your side. And they don't have context, right? So by the time you meet, you know, you bring the two parties together and you want them to like each other, you're already starting off on the wrong foot, mm -hmm. right? They might not, they might already know like all these stories <laughs> that they've heard. Yeah. And now it's like, they're going to look for those things too, you know, when they're interacting with the other person. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. But, and I think another thing we, we tend to do is we can actually, there is a such thing to build up a person mm -hmm. so much that when <laughs> they don't meet those standards, then that's also an issue. Yeah. I think it's best to just keep it neutral as much as you can. You know, say, of course, praise really? yourself. Is that what you did? You only said neutral things about me? I mean, you say some good things, but not to the you point. You sprinkle it in. Yeah, but not to the point where, you know, you're only saying so many good things that they don't meet up to the expectation. And they might be skeptical, too. It's like, wait, this sounds too, too good, good to be true. Yeah, I think a good, like, um, you know, keeping it neutral and, you know, sprinkling it in a couple of good things here and there. It's good. Huh. But I think you should let your friends make the, the judgment themselves. Really? Damn. You're, is that what you did for me? Because uh, I only said good things about you. Now I feel gypped. <laughs> what the heck? Why'd you get quiet? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, she's like the sweetest girl. She's smart. You know, she's driven. What? You want me to keep going? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just waiting. You're like looking at me, expecting me to go <laughs> list this whole stuff. But no, I said really good things about you. And even when we had, um, you know, little uh, bumps along the road, right, mm -hmm. during our dating, I didn't really want to bring that part up to you, my parents or like to my friends. I didn't want to uh, share too much about that side of things. I mean, I would vent from time to time. Yeah. But it was always very mindful of what I said because I knew that like 
what I said about you is going to have a lot of weight, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I, I would expect my friends and family typically to have my back. (laughs) But I mean, whether that's right or wrong, but like I would like, hey, you're my friends and family, like you guys should take my side. It's a little like, you know, one sided, but of course, and you're not there to defend yourself either. Yeah. Well, I guess there's, there's, I guess there's two ways to do it then, right? Yeah. I took a, a different approach and you so took objective. it. Yeah. And you decided to go with the, just praising the, the person route. And I chose to keep, keep it on the positive neutral side. <laughs> wow. Is that how you call it? Positive neutral? Yeah. And okay. it, because, you know, I want my friends to be honest with me, right? I don't want to just... Um, build this perfect image either one it could backfire because they hold up hold up you're getting ahead of yourself i never said anything about perfect i didn't build you up to be perfect i know but i don't want to build someone <laughs> up so much that it's like right. wow he's like the perfect dude and then they find flaws even if in it's you. true yeah even if it's true <laughs> and then they find flaws and it's like wait a minute you know something is off it's not yeah. you know what linda said was wasn't true yeah or it could have been like or they could get um like uh a suspicious yeah is, what's is he that, hiding yeah what is he hiding is he only acting that way or is he that perfect only around linda you know mm-hmm. it, yeah 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 and i would want i would hope that you know when my friends and family meets my um significant other is for them to tell me their honest true opinion okay That's because fair. i feel like sometimes when you're dating someone you're so blind you mm. only see the good things in them. That's very true. You you love is blind, right? You say it all the time. And it is true. Like when you're in love or at least you're digging somebody or you're so close with that person, you really can't take all, an objective view sometimes because you're so blinded by only the positives. Or we choose to see that, right? Yeah. And sometimes your fa- friends and family might, as an outsider that has no real like... um history with that person they can tell you like hey did you notice about this or did you notice this about this person that you might not have even caught or what there there's a reason why they don't like them right which kind of brings us to um how important it is to actually if if you're in a case where your friends or family doesn't like your sig other the first time they meet them or maybe not even just the first time but like there's a reason right and instead of just getting defensive or like, well, you don't support me or anything like that, it might be a good idea to ask them and really figure out like, well, what don't you like about them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think sometimes, like like I've mentioned before, love is blind. So sometimes you don't see um, how your significant others or significant other is treating your family or, and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be an issue too, just because, you know, when you're in a relationship to, with them, they're really nice to you. Doesn't yeah. mean that they treat your friends and family nicely or, you know, with respect or. Um, That's true. Or, you know, those are things you should pay attention to. Mm. Um, or people they don't know, are they polite to them? Um, do they treat you know, quote unquote, people lessen them with respect still, right? That's huge. That speaks volume on their core value. Yeah. And if that doesn't align with yours, you know, maybe that's something to think about and evaluate. Huh. 
It's a good point. Yeah. I think we could we all know people like that that we've come across where they're like super sweet to that their partner, mm-hmm. which is great. That's which is nice. That's yeah. awesome. Good for them. But then it's like, wait, they're a completely different person, person when they're dealing and interacting with everybody else. It's like Yeah. It's only them too, you know, and everybody else I'll I'll just be a complete, you know, jerk. Yeah, or (laughs) or are they, you know, you should notice things like, are they making an effort um, to getting to know your friends and family? Or are they they glued to their phone or not interested or... Not present. Yeah, disengage. Right. Like if you, or yeah, exactly. Like maybe this isn't the first time they're meeting. Now maybe we're talking about... um, a, a couple, couple of times, couple of times that yeah. they've met and they're, you know, where you're going together as a couple to a function, right? A family function, an event, a party, whatever. And they're just kind of like isolating themselves, glued to their phone, like you said. Or um, if people try to talk to them and try to get to know them and just being friendly, but they're kind of like, you know, yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't even want to try. And it's not because they're shy necessarily. It's just they don't want to put in the effort because they don't care enough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But then it, it could go the other way around too, right? Um, are your friends excluding them Ooh. from the, the conversation? You're to stir up some drama? It's true. It, it goes both ways. Yeah. Uh, you know. You have a tight circle. And- yeah. Is it clicky? Are they not including your significant other? Is it welcoming? Is it welcoming? It's intimidating. You it, know, there, it is very as, intimidating. As the new person coming into the group, right? That's always difficult. Yeah. Because you want people to like you and be accepted. But at the same time, if the other people are not even open to the idea and they're purposely trying to exclude you, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Or they're so clicky that it's hard for your significant other who doesn't have any... Um, prior you know inside jokes and stuff with your friends that they don't really know what's going on so Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to just jump into a conversation when when you know your friends are not making it easy for them what would you do in that situation if if like you're you introduce your spouse Mm -hmm. to your (laughs) group of friends and then everyone's like closed off they don't even want to like get to know you or whatever or make make an effort I think at that point, um, you should kind of like open up a conversation where you know that, you know, your significant other has interest in it and so does your friends mm. to make it easy for everyone to just kind of chime in. Would you call your friends out or family? I think it depends. If it's like a first meeting, it might be so awkward. Mm, yeah, yeah. That they, I, Not a first meeting. Let's say it's a couple of meetings in. Like the fifth time you guys are hanging out. And they're just purposely closing off your. Or you feel that way. Maybe it's not on purpose. Maybe it's just I don't know. Like some something's off. Yeah. And is your your significant other saying anything or? They're trying, right? Like they're they're and they let's say after one of the functions, like hey, you know, I felt kind of like excluded or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of weird, but I am making an effort. Yeah, I think I wouldn't call them out in front of everybody, but I no. would send like maybe like a group message. You know, politely asking them, hey, you know, blank is really trying. Yeah. Can you guys please just make a, another An effort? effort? Or or maybe they don't even know. They're, yeah, that's true. They're too, that close they're doing off. That. Because sometimes, you know, you, 
especially a group of friends where yeah. um, you've been, you've basic practically grown up together and you sure. have so many inside things. Experiences. Experiences. And stuff. Sometimes you don't know that you're just gravitating towards them and, yeah. and making someone feel excluded. Maybe it's not even intentional. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to bring awareness to your, mm-hmm. your friends. Yeah. Like I meant more in privately, not yeah. like put them on blast. <laughs> like <laughs> that would be bad though too. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of going back to what you were saying, you know, like to to set the premise, to almost prep both sides, to everybody that's meeting for whatever reason, like the first time or multiple times, it's getting them a little bit of an idea and building it up too, right? Like the expectation is we want everybody to get along if possible. Yeah. So what do you do if your significant other is rude and let's say he or she doesn't bother putting any efforts getting to know your family and friends then i think and and if the other parties have done their part which i mean what what i mean by that is if they've made effort they've been polite and they're not really doing anything wrong or to antagonize right your partner um and it's clearly the fault of your partner at this point then as the spouse I feel like that's your job because your friends and your family won't have the ability to call them out or like to talk to them about their behavior. Yeah. You as the spouse need to take ownership of that, being in the relationship, right? Uh, and, you know, let them know like, hey, what's going on? And here's, I feel like you're coming off as rude or whatever, right? You need to have a discussion about it. Yeah. I, I don't think you should just pretend like everything is okay and then expect things to somehow magically work out over time because it won't right it's not going to get resolved i don't know what do you think about that yeah i mean as the the middle person yes you definitely need to talk to your it's uncomfortable but you have to do it very uncomfortable but i guess um it's a good point to talk to your spouse about it or significant other about it but it's also good to you know hear their side yeah as well but let's say if they kind of just shrug it off and that's <laughs> it's like yeah i don't really like your friends or whatever yeah so what do you do <laughs> find out well what don't you like about them and and i i think maybe too it's like i guess being realistic too you can't expect everybody to like everybody cuz there's so many different personalities right and let's say I think for me, I would just mainly be looking at effort. I would be looking at effort. Are you trying to at least get along with them? And if they're trying, everybody's trying, and it's just there's no chemistry, and that's fine, right? Your it's your friends don't necessarily mean that they're gonna be my friends to that same level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's okay if that's the case, as long as people are cordial, respectful, um, and you're making an effort and you're present then and if it still doesn't click then it is what it is i i don't think we have to push it any further but if it's one person like your spouse that's purposely you know just not wanting to try not willing to give it an effort or being rude or whatever then it is and it's clearly their issue then i need then i would talk to that person and if they're not willing to address it and i look at this as this is a potential serious relationship I don't know if I could I would keep staying in that relationship then. That would be a, a almost like a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I think for me too. 
I think it's important um, for me to be dating the same person in the relationship. Like how they treat me is how they treat others, like their family and friends. If they're just nice to me, but yet they're not nice to other people, mm-hmm. to me, that's almost a red flag. Yeah. You know, what's your motive in this relationship? <laughs> or You know, it gets me a little like cautious and suspicious. Yeah. Um, it's like, why aren't you nice to other people? Why are you only nice to me? And I've seen relationships like that. Yeah. Where, you know, the significant other is only nice to their... Right. Um, to who they're dating. Yeah, to who they're dating. Yeah. But then yet they're not really friendly with other people. Yeah. And it makes me, um, you know, it, it makes me feel like they're not authentic, being authentic. Right. Yeah. So I guess it comes back to our, you know, our topic, right? Our question directly is like, what should somebody do then if, if um, you know, your friends or your family really don't like your significant other? And what we've been talking about is more preventative, which is always the best. Always the best. Try to kind of set the right expectations, um, speak positive neutrally about the other person. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes, by the way. Um, so that at least that person... I agree. They should have the ability to formulate their own opinion about it. But I want them to at least have like a nice head start at least or a little bit. At least it, it shouldn't be a negative opinion right off the bat is my point. It should either at least be min- neutral or neutral positive. I don't know. Positive yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like, OK, for example, <laughs> I, I love packaging, right? That's my jam. Whenever I buy an item, the first thing I fill out is the packaging. But it's it's like kind of like the packaging. Sometimes the packaging is so extravagant and nice, but the product is mediocre. It's a yeah. bigger letdown than when the packaging is really nice and the product is also good. It enhances the product. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, you're sig- the significant other is like a, a an object or anything but it's just to give you an example of mm-hmm. that's why i like to keep things positively neutral sure is that it's like positive right off the bat but it, it's like the expectation is not so high it's realistic that yeah that when they you know unwrap this gift and it doesn't meet <laughs> that expectation it's a bigger letdown sure then you know okay when it's i see you yeah. it's a little safer way to play it yeah i got you i got you yeah yeah <laughs> um okay so what else do you want to add to this so we talked about um setting the premise by uh and then preventative right to kind of set the mood the tone uh, for the initial introduction and then we kind of talked about um kind of facilitating the the relationships and the conversations right right if you feel like your friends or you know, excluding your significant other, then you kind of have to step in and open the the window for your your significant other to, you know, kind of chime in and, and, you know, get their thoughts out. And vice versa. Yeah, and vice versa. So you kind of have to mediate the the conversation. Yeah, you're like the peacemaker in this. Like, (laughs) you really are. Yeah, and I think if it's it's on the the sour end where... um, uh, they, let's say everybody's tried everything they possibly can. Yeah, and it's not—it's it just it not working. Work. Then you kind of have to kind of ask your friends, "Hey, why don't you like my significant other?" You know, you you might get a lot of good insights to to what is happening. Yeah, 
right? It, you could be so blinded by by love um, or feelings that you don't see the things that your significant other is doing that, you know, it's, it's kind of, yeah. it's, yeah. Putting it's off others. Putting off others. Um, but then, you, you know, if your significant other is complaining about how your friend is excluding him or her, um, that could be an issue too. With your friends too. Yeah, with your or friends. Or family. Or family, yeah. exactly. That could be, yeah. But either way, it's your job to kind of figure that out, right? Yeah. Since you're trying to bring these people together. And it's not easy. You have to realize, um, no. you know, there's a lot of personalities. Yeah. Um, you know, that everyone. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, family will always be family, right? Whether you get along or not. But to bring some another person in, and expect um, immediate acceptance. Sometimes um, it's a bit hard or unrealistic. So, and that's the other thing, right? It can it can take some time too. Yeah. For someone to really Warm get to know, yeah, to that the other person. person. Maybe it'll turn around. I guess you have to kind of decide how yeah. far, how much time you want to invest to make that happen. Yeah, and it's okay as long as it, all sides are cordial. Yeah. I think it, it should be okay. Yeah, but. and I, I think, sorry to, to chime in too. I, I think like we were saying, if everyone has kind of done their part, you know, they've put in the effort, they've done what they can. Um, I think that's all you can ask for. And that's as much as you can control too within mm -hmm. this situation. Um, but sometimes the, it's just like, you know, where we were talking about, it, it's like, it just doesn't work, right? It just doesn't work out. They're going to clash. They're going to argue. There's going to be tension. Um, and I think you have to decide, are you okay with that kind of situation going forward, right? Let's say like your family really doesn't like your partner and they have a valid reason or whatever, or even if it's not a valid reason, it's just not going to change. Are you okay with that if you continue to progress in your relationship, like you're going to get married, right? Yeah. You have to ask yourself those questions. Do I, do I um, see myself um, being married now with this person and having the same type of dynamic? Yeah. And tension. And tension there. Is that okay with you? Yeah. And that could be a yes. That could be a no for you. Yeah. But you have to think about that, I think, right? Yeah. And that's only that's only something you can decide for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, we can't tell you if it's it's yes or no. Yeah, but I do think like it, like we were saying, kind of this whole episode so far is it's there are a lot of things that are within your control um, mm -hmm. that you can do prior to actually bringing these two groups or whatever people together. Um, that can help facilitate the the smooth, you know, yeah. meeting. Yeah. So, because sometimes I feel like people kind of blame it all on just like, oh yeah, it just didn't work out, or just my family just doesn't like them, or my um, friends don't like them, and it's like, and it's something they're doing. Like you are, my, you might be doing it. Like you're every time you're just complaining, calling your friends, telling how how bad this person is, or you know how uh, crappy they treat you, and it's like. Well, that's the image that you're creating, yeah. right? And they don't know. They don't know all the sweet things that this person probably does for you too. But in that heat of the moment, right, we kind of just vent and we lay all the bad stuff out. Yeah. And the other thing is, like we've uh, mentioned, is to be objective, right? See yeah. 
where the issue is coming from. Yeah. Is it something, That's hard. <laughs> is it something you can address? Or is it something that either party is willing to help or willing to help you yeah. with or willing to fix? Right. That's another issue. That's out of your control. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think our, our takeaway is that, you know, just really think about um, have you done everything within your control? And then if the answer is yes and everybody's done everything on their end and it still doesn't work, then you have to decide where you want to take the relationship from there. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Great. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, please do make sure you follow us on our Instagram at Magnetic Mismatch. We also have a YouTube channel at Magnetic Mismatch. And then make sure to, if you enjoyed the episode, give us a five star uh, rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we are also on Spotify, TuneIn, um, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. All these, Stitcher. yes, Stitcher, yes. Yeah. And we release a new episode every Thursday. And please make sure to um, share our podcasts with your friends and family who you think can um, benefit or get entertainment from us. Yeah, or maybe someone is in this exact situation. Yeah. <laughs> and they maybe, maybe our conversation can help out. So, yeah. All right, guys, until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.